The overturning of Roe v. Wade is going in front of the Supreme Court. Let's talk about Roe v. Wade and why it is why it should be overturned, how abortion is murder, and the media's obvious reaction. And finally, let's talk about what's going to happen if Roe v. Wade is overturned. I think it might surprise you. This is Gene. You're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. I'll be prepared for another flip out. The U.S. Supreme Court has agreed on Monday for the first time under its new 6-3 conservative majority to actually hear the uh, hear an abortion case that will threaten the 1973 Roe v. Wade decision that legalized aborting a fetus federally up, for up to 24 weeks. This is usually considered the stage of viability. We know that's not the case anymore. Uh, it's coming because uh, Mississippi put a ban on abortion after 15 weeks, and the two sides, this was taken immediately to court, and it went to the front of the Supreme Court. Now, the Supreme Court probably doesn't have an option but to hear this case because you're going to be seeing this case again. I believe it's with Alabama and Missouri. So they also implemented uh, the same types of abortion bans. Uh, this case is going to be huge. I really didn't expect um, this case to be taken that quickly, I thought maybe the Supreme Court might kind of put it put it away until, let's say, the Alabama case went in. But uh, and and that's simply because it's such a hand grade hand grenade politically, um, and the court has already proven itself just a little bit gun shy to take on some seriously controversial cases. And I can't say this is huge, and it's huge. Because a lot of legal scholars see Roe versus Wade as a very problematic law, a very problematic ruling. Now, the first, let's talk a little bit about the problem with the ruling. The first problem with the ruling is actually the science. The science really wasn't in in 1973. And what a fetus was in 1973 was kind of questionable. So you hear a lot of women, even today, say that the, the fetus is nothing but a glob of cells. Well, we know that's not true now. We know that's not true. We know that after four weeks, the baby has a face and a neck. We know after eight weeks, the baby has, the fetus has arms, legs, fingers, toes, a heart and lungs. We know after 12 weeks, the heartbeat can be heard and the sex of the baby can be determined. At uh, 16 weeks, the baby's eyes can blink. The heart and blood vessels are fully formed and running. The baby's fingers and toes have fingerprints. At 18 weeks, the baby can survive outside the womb. In San Diego, California, there was a, ba there was a baby born, premature, 18 weeks. The kid weighed something like 8 ounces and survived. And now the kid is about a year old. So it, we know that you can survive well before 24 weeks. At 20 weeks, the baby can suck, suck his or her thumb, yawn, stretch, make faces, kick. Soon, if you haven't already, you'll feel the baby move. That's called quickening, by the way. So they, in 1973, they really didn't have the technology to see all of this stuff. 
The other problem is in 1978, five years after the uh, Roe versus Wade, scientists created the first test tube baby. And actually, we do test tube babies all the time today. That's in vitro fertilization. We do this all the time now. And so what a test tube baby is, it's actually fertilizing an egg outside of the womb. And then the test tube baby can be put in the womb. Right off the bat, it al- this already shows that the, the independence of the fertilization process. It already shows that this is not, this is actually a separate entity, a separate being. It may be a cluster of cells, but the reality is that it already has independence from the mother. You don't technically need the mother to fertilize the egg. So that basically throws out the idea that a fetus, which in 1973 is what they saw. It. A fetus is just a, an appendage for the mother. That's basically how it was seen. And a, a lot of women today uh, who are uninformed actually see it like that too. In the 90s, when DNA technology was actually uh, improved upon and perfected, it was found that the fetus had the DNA of both parents, but the DNA didn't match either parent. What does that mean? What that means is the fetus had its own DNA. It was a completely separate entity in the body of the woman. And that was found at conception. Further, uh, so this is this whole thing about the fetus not being a human being, this stuff now has been proven. And in 1973, the justices didn't really know any of this. So Roe versus Wade, so they ruled that Roe versus Wade, since it wasn't really a human being at this point, um, the female body was just part of the female body, body like a hand, and a whim, woman had the right to privacy to deal with her own body as she sees fit. Now, I have always seen this as just a really cowardly political ruling. Uh, nowhere in the in the Constitution, I'm going to mention this later, but nowhere in the Constitution does, does it mention anything about abortion. The fact, and this is the big problem by having judges and lawyers make decisions that really are scientifically based. So this is really not, was not a great ruling. Abortion should never have been ruled on. It should have been denied by the Supreme Court and up to the states to make legal. I'm going to bring that up too, again. But they didn't. They made, They took the political football and they say the woman has a right to privacy. And abortion is a privacy issue. That's why it is such a weak sauce argument. Such a weak sauce uh, ruling. And one of the reasons why conservatives today think it can be easily defeated. All major medical institutions right now throughout the world acknowledge the fetus is a separate human life at conception. All of them do. Period. Done. A woman has no more, quote, right to privacy, end quote, to kill a baby than I have to kill my fiancé while alone in my apartment, even though I have an expectation to a right of privacy within my apartment. Also, A woman has no more right to privacy to kill her unborn child at 24 weeks 
which is when the child is viable, than she does to kill a baby child at three days old. I mean, if you look at it that way, what is the difference between a 24-week baby and a, uh, a, a baby at 24 weeks and a baby at three days? Nothing. They're about the, about the size. That's about it. There's not much different difference between the two. It's the same child. Roe versus Wade could very well be overturned. I don't think, I'm a little gun shy when it comes to this Supreme Court. We already know that, um, we already know that uh, Montemayor, Souter, uh, Kagan will probably rule against it. John Roberts, I'm not so sure about. John Roberts, who's supposed to be a conservative justice, I don't think he's going to have the guts to do it. So it, it it's it's going to be we're really going to have to see. We already know that Alito, Coney Barrett has already said she thinks she's already written papers about how bad this ruling is. Um, uh, Clarence Thomas, we know is going to vote for it. We know that Kavanaugh actually it leans very moderate. He is not really all that conservative. Is he going to have the guts to do it? And that goes for Kasich, or not Kasich, I can't remember his name, Gorsuch. That goes with Gorsuch too. Gorsuch and Kavanaugh are, are two scary justices because they're rather moderate and both seem not to like to overturn precedents, even bad precedents. The Gorsuch has already ruled badly on a couple of cases. So it's really kind of iffy what those two are going to end up doing. So how's the media treating this whole thing? Well, of course, the media loves abortion because they all because all leftists love killing. That's what they do. Uh, the problem is they can't argue for it for abortion because it is murder and it's a very difficult argument to hold. So what do you think they do? They just call anti-abortionists bad names. And Chris Cuomo from CNN suggested that the reason anti-abortionists want to overturn Roe is because we we are all racists. This is what he said. It's not about the science or consensus. It's about dividing lines, legislating to the far right, white, far right, white fright vote flooding the zone with 536 bills that abridge a woman's right to control her own body in 46 states. It's just like, it's just like voting rights in one way. Okay, a couple pr- things wrong. I, I love the far-right, white, fright vote. I, I, yeah, okay. First off, um, a woman's right to control her own body, and I've said this a billion times, it's not her body. She can control her own body. But that's not her body. That's somebody else's body. It's a separate human being, period. End of story. There's no argument here. The science has shown it. I love these guys. Always scream. Always scream. Follow the science, follow the science. But then when you give them science, they don't want to see it. They don't want to look at it. Also, um, these guys, everything is about race. You just gotta, if you're not called a racist, sexist, homophobe, bigot, you're, you really need to look at your belief system. 
I, I get I got called I got into a Twitter fight yesterday with somebody about the fifteen dollar minimum wage, and then when I told her, well, why don't you come? She she actually because I post all my um, I post all my dumbasses talking politics video shorts on Twitter. She looked it up. She tried to dox me, but I was kind of like, I don't care. There's nothing nothing you can do about it. And then I said, why don't you, well, it's, you've got a stupid podcast. Okay, why don't you come on the podcast? Let's have a debate. I'm pretty sure she'd never heard the podcast. I don't know how stupid the podcast is, but that's fine. I'm pretty sure, I, I told her, let's go on the live and let's debate. No, no, I'm not going to debate. Of course you're not going to debate me because you're a coward and because you have no argument. You can't argue. That's the beauty. So this guy, again, just in his little monologue that he had, no debate, no argument, just name-calling. By the way, does it even bother any... Yeah, it's it's just it's stupid. Of course, you can't have an abortion debate without calling everyone who's against abortion a sexist. That's the big one. I actually expected to hear more of that, but why not throw racist in there, too? I mean, sidewalks are racist. Air is racist. Water is racist. Why not, why not being anti-abortion? Joy Reid of MSNBC... Who, by the way, Joy Reid's just a freaking horrid, horrid human being. I don't know how this broad stays on, on television. Um, she said, quote, The conservative-led Supreme Court has agreed to take up Mississippi's restrictive abortion law, and women's reproductive rights appear to be in serious, serious danger. It's straight out of The Handmaid's Tale, with the Jilid-style government, Right here in America. Oh, my gosh. Okay, no, they're, they're not taking over reproductive rights. You have reproductive, you, you, you have rights to reproduce. What we're doing is saying, if you get pregnant, you need to reproduce. You need to actually have that kid. And again, it's not the woman's right to kill any more than it's my right to kill. And that this Handmaid's Tale thing, maybe one day I need to watch it. I, I, I don't know anything about it. But she, she really brings that up all the time. She did it again. Here's another quote from her. It's a terrifying prospect, eerily reminiscent of The Handmaid's Tale, f where far-right religious wings, far-right wings, religious extremists, I mean, look at this, where far-right wings, religious extremists, that's what she said, took up arms against their own country, where one where women and their bodies are under the complete control of an almost extravagantly corrupt and hypocritical men of God, quote-unquote. What's so scary and frankly traumatizing, it's traumatizing, uh, about the sh that show and the book that inspired it is that it starts off in the very place that we live in right now where women have the right to choose what they do with their bodies until they don't. And then, in what seems like a blink of an eye, those rights were just gone. Again, um, just sexism, male tyranny, hierarchy, hypocritical men of God. Okay, God, yes, religion too. Just, just nothing but attack. And notice those far-right-wing religious extremists. Um, well, I'm religious, but you know, I just told you why I don't think you should be killing a baby. And I gave you nothing but science. I don't need God. Yes, in the Bible, Christianity, it's it's a mortal sin to kill a child. A mortal sin to kill a child. 
It's in the Old Testament. It's in the New Testament. But I never said that. I never brought it up. I just said, no, this is what happens with the baby. This is why it was a bad ruling. We've got DNA. We've got test two babies. We, go, we now know the physical growth of the baby. We can take pictures of the baby now from within the womb. There's no debate there. She can't. So she'll just say that my religious, me as a religious zealot, extremist, far-right extremist, and I'm a male, and oh, it's so, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. And um, the good news is, with all the name-calling these people do, people are getting tired of it. People are getting really wasted on it, and they're not even listening anymore. I remember when being called a racist was really bad, and it could really hurt hurt feelings. But now, you call me a racist, okay, that just means you don't agree with me. And I just don't care anymore. So here's something really weird. I These, these freaking lefties, they hate the Constitution. I, I get it. They absolutely hate the Constitution. They've probably never read the Constitution, probably never taken a class on the Constitution, never read the Federalist Papers on why the Constitution is the way it is, okay? Are, are flipping absolutely out that Roe versus Wade could be overturned. Okay, so I'm pro- we've probably talked about this before, and if you're listening to this podcast and you like this podcast, you probably already know a little bit about the Constitution. The Constitution is the law of the land. It is the highest level, legal level of the land. The federal government and the states are completely separate. The only thing the government is supposed to be doing is protecting the country, and resolving interstate and resolving interstate commerce problems. The federal government really isn't supposed to do anything except what is in that constitution, what are in those 20 some odd, I think 27 amendments, what is in the, that's all it's supposed, there's the government is supposed to do. Here's, and anything else has to have an amendment. Now, abortion is not in the constitution. There needs to be an amendment to the Constitution to make it an actual federal right. Okay, so it's it's crap when they say women have the right to... No, they do not. Not in, the, not in that Constitution, they do not. And the Constitution, yes, justices can make bad rulings or activist judges can make bad rulings, and that's probably what happened. Now, what should have happened is that abortion should have been... It should have been looked at. The Constitution should have been read... And the justices, all nine of them, should have just simply asked, where in the Constitution does it say that women's, women have a right to an abortion? The answer, nowhere in the Constitution does it say a woman can have a right to an abortion. Therefore, the Supreme Court via 9-0 should have thrown out Roe versus Wade. Now, if they had thrown out Roe versus Wade, guess what would have happened? Not a lot states would have been able to determine whether or not they should legalize abortion. States. Because the states have that decision-making power. If Roe versus versus Wade is overturned later this year, nothing's going to happen in abortion to abortion in places like California, New York, or Michigan. It's still going to be legal. 
It's probably going to be made illegal in certain conservative states like South Dakota, Florida, I'd say even maybe Florida, Alabama, Missouri, Mississippi. It'll probably, maybe Texas, because they're a very heavy right-to-life group. But it's still going to go on. But you know what this will do? Like slavery, it will wear out the cause. The revolution did really kind, the revolution and the constitution really did hurt slavery. And it actually led to slavery, the abolitionist movement, which happened in the late uh, 1700s. And it's going to wear it down. And as abortion becomes illegal in states here and there, don't be shocked if eventually abortion in left-leaning states start getting, the laws start getting kind of chipped away. And it becomes harder and harder and harder to get an abortion. Now remember, this is what I think. I truly believe this. And I don't think, I think I've got the evidence that says, yeah, you can believe this. We've been killing 10 to 30 million children in the last, since 1973 when abortion was legal. And people aren't getting abortions because of, um, people are not getting abortions because they were raped or the mother's life is in danger or there was incest involved. That's, that's less than 1% of the abortions. It's all out of convenience. And this is just no good. Now, I understand why some people would want an abortion. I understand it could be some bad things uh, happening. And there are questions out there. But the reality is genocide is genocide. And it just, it can't happen. So it's going to be very exciting year to see what happens when this comes into play. Okay, so I've got... 10 minutes left, and I was only going to talk about the abortion debate. Uh, you won't hear me talk too much about it, but we need to talk about this UFO thing because this is this is kind of fun. Uh, I, you, you, I know you've probably been hearing a lot about UFOs lately, how the military is actually beginning to release uh, release video of UFOs that were captured, video of captured by the military. Uh, I listened to Dan Bongino and Tucker Carlson. They had, uh, Dan Bongino had two segments about, about it. Tucker Carlson talks about it daily. And I find it, I find it kind of interesting. Um, Dan Bongino had a very good point. There are basically two, I, I don't agree with him on this, but he had, there are only two things that can be. UFOs are real. There's absolutely no question. We've got enough picture of them. But those UFOs could be two. They could be alien. They could be um, foreign technology that is way beyond ours, and we need to be really afraid about it. Or the third, which I some I, a caller did put in, the third is it's actually our technology, and it's just te- being tested out. Now, I used to work a, at an Air Force base. I can't say which one. But the Air Force base had strict classified programs. I mean, we're talking top secret programs. They had programs such like Area F- uh, 51 does. Is that what it is? Area 51? I can't remember. It, where the UFOs supposedly go. And every once in a while, you had, when we were at the base... 
because I was I worked for a company that contracted with that base. We would be told you have to leave at this time, usually at night. You have to leave at this time because we're going to be doing testing. And whenever we walked out, we'd be driving away and we'd see missiles go up. We'd see we'd hear see bizarre planes and things like that happen. Area 51 is another example. Another example, because at one point people were screaming about uh, about the these strange ships flying around, and they th- thought they were UFOs and things like that. And it turned out it, that they were actually the stealth bomber and the stealth fighters they were testing around those areas. Here's what I think: one, I think that the UFOs, and there are UFOs, obviously unidentified flying objects. Um, all that means is it's unidentified. It doesn't necessarily mean it's alien, but we don't know what it is. I see the ship, and I don't know what it is. Uh, first off, I don't think it's a foreign technology. I think it's probably our technology, and we're testing it. Maybe they're playing games with the military just to see, like, for example, a ship. Something can be so top secret that a ship, a military ship that is traveling through the oceans may see something but they can't really be told what it is and even their commanders probably don't know what it is so it is probably our technology one of the things that really does trip me out is with if you look if you go to the daily wire and I'll post the I'll post the link if you go to the daily wire and you actually look at the video this one was taken I think this weekend out in the middle of the Pacific and basically it's just a flying orb and then it slams itself right into the ocean, just completely disappears. And then by the time they get to it, they can't see it. And then they had another one that they released last week where it was a kind of a tic-tac thing or and they would follow this thing. It was flying all over the place. I find it amazing that none of the video is very clear. It's black and white. They keep changing it. It's not very sharp, very pixelated. It kind of makes me wonder. On the Dan Bongino show, they actually some guy actually said that this could be a cloaking technology, or with not cloaking. Excuse me. Let me let me say it could be a. Um, these people are actually not seeing what they're seeing. That their screens are actually capturing something that the military is putting out there to show that there's an object out there, but that object isn't out there. It could be trying to actually get the, how do I put it? How did he put it? I can't remember how he put it, but it was very good. In other words, wouldn't it be great if we could fake a military attack on one side of China, but actually have the military on the other side of China and then have a complete surprise attack? So that's pretty much what he was saying it could be. And, and he said that it's really weird that these guys have all this, these cameras and they can't seem to get a really good shot of this thing. Not a clear shot. You can't see anything. Even to today's standards, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, today, you have a, practically got 4K on your phone. But meanwhile, the military with billions of dollars in, in uh, money and technology can't seem to get it. Now, do I think it's aliens? Probably not. I don't think it's aliens. I would think that if is if there was an alien out there that could get to Earth, and through uh, you got to figure 
hundreds of light years or thousands of light years it takes to get here, they would probably want to see us. They'd probably want to talk to us. They'd probably want to land somewhere and have a conversation. My dad actually believes there are aliens already on Earth and that they're just mixing in with us. You know, okay, I, I don't know if I buy all of that, but I guess it's possible. I mean, nothing's impossible. I just have a hard time believing that aliens wouldn't actually want to have a talk with us. And one thing that I will agree with him is our is how our technology has grown exponentially. Back in the 50s and 60s, most of the computer technology was dependent on punch cards and tape. And then suddenly the microprocessor showed up. That's that's a technology that is just like, wow, where did that come from? How did that come about? The, the pen, if you think about it, the old Pentium, 286s, 386s, 486s, those were amazing technology. Considering, you know, on the moon, we were actually putting cards into machines. And then suddenly we've got a, suddenly we've got a, a, a processor that can do more calculations in faster time than most. That seems very odd to me. The other, the stealth technology is something that's just like, where did they come up with that? This is amazing technology. And sometimes you got to wonder, is some of this alien-based? I don't know. But you just got to wonder. You got to say, this is not normal technology. And it came kind of out of nowhere. Even some of our jet propulsion systems. Amazing technology that came out of nowhere. Interesting stuff. Don't expect for me to talk about it again. There will be a report l released about UFOs. I'm not really all that sure I care enough, but we'll see. I'm, I'm hoping they're not from Russia or something, but I doubt it. I highly doubt it. China just landed on, supposedly, on Mars. Uh, so I, I, I saw Chinese that Chinese landing, the video of the landing, which I thought was kind of weird because... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll show it on one of my video shorts. Okay, you can uh, download or listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, YouTube, and Rumble. You can visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com to read my show notes and check out my links. I do have a brand new video short out. Uh, so go to YouTube or Rumble, type in Dumbasses Talking Politics and enjoy it. This one's kind of fun. It's about the new military uh, recruitment videos. I think it's great. Hope you have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.